This is Caroline. Hey, it's Aisha. And this is Survivor Season 40, Winners at War. Episode 13. What's this one called, Aish? This is called the penultimate step of the war. Wow. That is not that sexy. It was a really long title for an episode. Yeah, it <laughs> a little say. it a little bit seems like what they would call it in like a history book and not so much like a fun show on CBS. A fun reality <laughs> show on CBS? Yeah. That's kind it's of like hilarious. Wah, wah. I know, right? <laughs> this one is where there are many people in front of a camera, which we are recording. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. What? I know. Come I was on. Um, yeah. Zhuzh. But Jer- Jeremy does say it. So, I mean, they're just, just taking it from the show. Taking just a quote, taking even a if quote. it's not that sexy, put just, the quote into Exactly. It. Just I like Friendly you. Fire was super sexy last time. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good call. Good <laughs> you know, they're, they're on the same page here. So, good call. what you going to do? Not much, to be honest with you. Not a whole hell of a lot. All right. Let's talk about the fallout. Post-tribal with Michelle specifically. What do you think about Miss I brought a butter knife to a gunfight? <laughs> she is just full of talk. What I thought is like everybody knows about your advantage? No. How? How do they know about your advantage? Considering from last week's episode we saw Jeremy did not reveal whether or not it was not his. So right, that's true. So I'm wondering, you know, everybody he must have like I said, blabber to everybody. That wasn't me. It was Michelle's. Oh, I like the blabber talk. Yeah, because he's like, look, I'm take, I'm put, pushing everything off on on her. What did you think about so. the fact that he gave it back? Did you expect her to? Oh or hell yeah. Was it always a lend situation? Absolutely. Okay, I said I wasn't sure about that. Like, what if he had said like, nah, bro, uh-uh. like, like you know, possessions no. nine tenths of the law, mm-hmm. and it's in my bag. They're they're buddies. He I don't think he would have done that. Would you? I would have given it back. First of all, I would <laughs> I like not your have. Face. You're like what? <laughs> How dare you? First of all, I would not have offered it. Mm, <laughs> Numero uno. Word. Don't play me like that because I'm gonna keep my own shit. I wouldn't have offered it. Second, if I was offered this advantage, I would have given it back. So he did the right thing. But he also punked out and told everybody it wasn't his. So, you know, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? One of the things that I noticed right at the very beginning here is that they have this very fancy craft station I wanted to talk to you about. (laughs) Now, why do I mention this? Because I feel like they are getting a lot of 2020 feedback in season 40. 40, In which no longer is it okay to just watch the human experiment of people floundering on an island. Like, it seems to me like they're getting some feedback either from the audience or from like mental health professionals or something that is like, you got to give those people something to do. You got to give them some string and beads or some paint or something to like allow them to not lose their minds. What do you think about this? I thought the point was to watch them lose their minds. (laughs) There's so much that you can do on that island, obviously. Do you really want to see somebody like lose it totally? A no. A little bit. Are you that messed <laughs> up? I mean, I thought that was the human experiment to see if people just are like, I can't take it anymore. I mean, previous seasons, have you not seen the harried look with the wild look in their eye where they go, I can't take it anymore. And they lose their wee minds. I mean, don't act like that wasn't entertainment for you. 
Come on, she Riz. She wants them to look like a crazy person by the end of this. She <laughs> wants them to look like Tom Hanks at the end of uh, uh, Castaway. Cast Away. So, but okay. So, is it is it cool that they gave them like real paintbrushes and real everything to actually sit there and make their little crafts and stuff, or just what? Is this just silly? Am I just being weird, or is it just like I thought we only had set amount of things we could have on the island? I'll put it this way: I've never noticed them <laughs> doling out crafts before. I have noticed that they've had paint before, like black paint. Okay. To like, or maybe a couple colors to do their flag, their tribal flag before. Okay. And maybe that's what it was from. And then they just kept it. They but... had like a whole art on a cart station going on she there. They out the whole cart. <laughs> I mean, they had like, like those, you know, when you go to like paint pottery, they had like pre-made cups you could paint. Stop. They were painting their cups it's green. Like, yeah, I was watching true. them. I was like, okay. You're like, what are you drinking in that cup? Ocean water? <laughs> I, know. I was like, what is this? I don't know. I just... Yet they're still using canteens, but you have cups. <laughs> right. Good call on that. Painted. I don't Know. I don't know what those cups were even for. Like you have enough drink to be drinking it out of a beer stein you, that you've painted. Do you think that the producers <laughs> come up and like gather up all the crafts at night and they're like, well, not not too much. Just enough. Are for- they over there making like friendship bead bracelets and shit? The fashion show should have tipped me off that they were like trying to get them more into like arts. What and if crafts. they had needle and thread? Maybe they did. She have probably had freaking needle and thread. She probably had a whole sewing kit. This craft station has a lot of explaining to do. Is all I can say. I want to know what's going on. Crazy people. This this two hour episode was chock full of of crafts. <laughs> crafts. Oh my god. Okay. Well, let's get. Uh, well, okay. But uh, see, why do I mention this? Is this conversation between Jeremy and Tony had me laughing for like fifteen minutes? Oh my god. They had that painted calendar. Someone had clearly made a painted calendar mm-hmm. at at craft mm-hmm. time, and they they were using it to try to decide. How many days they have left? And Tony's all there. We have two weeks. And he's like, no, 14 days means two weeks. No, I only work five days a week. So 10 days equals two weeks. The back and forth between the two of them was so silly. I mean, we all know that obviously Tony knows how many days are in a week, but it was just so funny. And I think silly. To- Tony just loves I think he loves ribbing people and he just loves like it's something about his personality that that's endearing to me that he can just play up that silliness and mm-hmm. make you laugh, have a freaking conversation. He's like, we're going to always have a feud. Cops and firemen, <laughs> we, they just do. And we're just going to keep going with this shit. So I was like cracking up. It oh was really, it was, it was really funny. cute and funny. Yeah. I was really laughing. It was endearing. And I felt like a lot like Tony is doing a great job on his social game. To me, I, I don't feel like anyone like hates Tony. How weird is that? No. You know, what's really funny. Besides Ben having kind of a chip on his shoulder about Jeremy, we don't have anyone who like hates someone else. No, I think that's what They're I'm saying. This last, this last group of people, I think once they got rid of Kim, she was like the final person that had some sort of like beef. You yeah. know, like Kim had this beef with Tony. She was just like, I'm done. I don't like him. I'm going to like really call him out. I think when she left, it was like everybody else. Even though they're kind of clumped up and grouped and and even though Michelle says she's on the outs and all this stuff, everybody had somebody in this last little group of folks. So I think they're really close. I think so, too. I really close. What did you think, given that you saw the previous episode seasons where Tony blindsided Sarah? What did you think about them sitting on the swing and Tony just calling himself out? He knows 
They've already had this conversation. Stop playing like you didn't, Tony. It's <laughs> playing for the cameras. He is that was, playing, it was for, playing the for the cameras because they're sitting on that swing. They've already had this conversation. If I was Sarah, I would have had that conversation day fucking one. Mm. Sorry, don't no 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 don't don't. This is not new information because if I was Sarah and I was in it with you, and I think she's been in it with him since the beginning, I would have wanted that clear. Yeah. Like, if I'm with you, we got to put some shit on the table. Yeah. And you're not going to screw me. And that last time, that couple of episodes ago when she was like, that's it. This is your last chance. Like, if you screw me, this is, you know, there's no going back. So, yeah, that was all for the cameras. I thought it was. He was all like, ooh, has it been six years? <laughs> Cops <laughs> Arrest was born six years ago. I can't believe they still call it Cops Arrest. That cracks me up all oh. by itself. Sarah talking to Ben, Aisha. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot figure Ben out. I cannot figure out. Is he really that simple in this game that Sarah could be like, all right, he's only going to vote if he thinks it was his idea. And she's sitting there talking and talking and talking real slow and methodical. Really? Very. Yeah. Very. It was like she was interviewing a suspect, uh-huh. but real calm like. And then when Ben literally goes like this, hey, <laughs> what if we blindside Nick? And you're like. <laughs> no, I almost thought he wasn't going to work. I thought he's not going to fall for this. But yet he did. He like, did, Aisha. Like, Damn it. She's good. Or is he that bad? Which is it? <laughs> I don't know. I am so curious. What is the deal with Ben? Is he is his game this easy to manipulate? If there's two people on that island he trusts, it's Tony and Sarah. When he comes back and sees this on air <laughs> and sees that he was made a fool. You were manipulated. Ooh. Yeah. They're oh, gonna yeah. have they're gonna have Mr. M- Manipulation 2021 and he's gonna win the sash. He's gonna have the sash and the crown. Oh, I'm so yeah, you, you he has it. to wear like a cowboy hat with like a crown with around boots, it. With boots. <laughs> a little crown that goes around his hat. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. let's get into this immunity challenge. What did you think about this challenge? If I was coming on Survivor, you best believe I would have mastered a slide puzzle. The end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's good. Slide puzzles are going to be part of this show. Are you good at them, Current? I am terrible. I am terrible as well. I don't know the trick behind them. I'll just slide yeah. and drop and slide and drop yeah. and it will be the same spot. Yes. They will be in the same spot. Amen. I'm like, now they're mixed up in different spots. Yay me. But there is a method to the madness. Okay. And I don't know it. <laughs> as I'm like, look, I was like Balderdash. I was going to like, I was going to tell you the method and I don't <laughs> actually have a method. There is some way that you can master these things. Yeah, Get but- the ball, run, grab it. And well, you would think it was simple. I marked this down as seriously the hardest challenge I feel like I've ever you- seen. Really? The the little, what's the word I want to use? Not tunnel, but like the little V shape that you have to throw the ball right. up. The little ramp, right? Yes. Getting the ball up onto that ramp. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Okay. And then having to high knees it through that shit on the bottom, which is a nightmare for me because I'm just like, my biggest fear is catching my like big toe and like falling, right? Hitting my fucking teeth is like my fucking biggest fear. (laughs) So then high knees it through there and then you have to look behind you like quarterback receiver style and catch it over your shoulder. Sure you are. (laughs) After this, I'm going to take you out back and throw balls at you and see how it goes. (laughs) And I will come back and report to all of you how many she catches. I'll be like, (laughs) 
receiving like a like a mofo. But like go a, ahead. Like a baller of there. Like okay? a baller, right. And then you have to do the the part that just like physically just takes away all and any extra oh, energy of part. digging the, the in the sand yes. and getting under there. Yes. And then have the fortitude to now have your brain together for slide time. Yes. Michelle. Oh, I felt for her. Felt bad. Real bad. Tell me how you felt for her because she looked like a turkey. And I feel she like even, I like, might have been I, a turkey. I was like, are you the way that she like bebopped through that course? And that after she threw the ball, after she finally got it up there and then looked back like half a second way too long. It just I like bonked like, her. What is going on here, woman? Uh, so the 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 combination. I, this is what I wrote. I was like hand eye coordination. <laughs> I was like, uh, this yeah, this bad. looked so hard. And again, remember what day are we in now? How fatigued you must be. Day twenty nine. Yeah. I just feel like the whole idea of like turning and running. That's like a tip top shape football drill. Like oh, when you absolutely. are like hydrated and yes. doing your best. And this is like you're looking over your shoulder and it's just like bonking you in the face. I'm surprised Michelle didn't just lay out and cry on the sand <laughs> right at the start. Like, nope, I give up. I just watch the rest. <laughs> okay, did you expect Nick to win the, the immunity or were you thinking Tony's going to pull this shit out again? Oh, gosh. You know, I, I put Nick came out of nowhere. He really because, did. Well, the way that they edited it, though, mm-hmm. they really... Manipulation. <laughs> they really made us, like, focus in on the other players. And they did not put any camera time on Nick. So I was like, Nick comes out of nowhere to win this shit. Jeff wasn't even talking to him nor mm-hmm. you know, commenting on anything he was doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise because I was not being led to think that he was going to win it. And the slide puzzle, they said, had been Tony's big weak point. Jeff's all talking to Tony the whole time. Like, I was yeah. like. And Tony was actually doing well. Like, I was really surprised at how quickly you could start seeing the word survivor. Yes. And I was like, maybe Tony actually took some slide yeah. puzzle classes in the interim. <laughs> And is like completely ready and skilled to go here. I was really impressed. However, I'm going with the manipulation question to you. Tony's won the last couple of immunities. Producers put in the one they say is the very hardest, hardest one that's always him. killed Tony. Well. Mm. You boogers. Yeah. Well, actually, since Jeremy was out to a like a fast lead on this one, I, he was in the running to win it. His slide puzzle looked nowhere close to being done. Ben so, and Jeremy actually yeah. stood the best chance. Yeah. At this one, especially for me, they're they're the they're the taller people of the group, and I thought you know when you have to do that high knees part underneath, I just thought that would be so much less fatiguing for them than say Denise. I don't think had a shot at that one, given how much she had to hop over you know the little like ropes. It definitely wasn't fair. A fair challenge. I didn't think it was. Shouldn't it be like half the size of your leg is how high you have to go? Like, and they should do it by that. Like whatever height your leg is, that's where should go to your knee or something, right? When did that be more fair? Yeah. I'm going to talk about that other challenge in a little bit, but that is another one where I was like, Mmm. I know. Okay. So Ben at the end of this is like, you know what? I got a big fat idea. Aish. Let's vote Michelle. Hmm. Was this smart? Did he have a good idea here? Should they have followed Ben? So Ben was, is definitely going to, he was definitely going to side with his, his buddies, right? Tony and Sarah. I was surprised he wasn't still wanting to hit Jeremy because he mm-hmm. really kind of was like, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy the whole time. Right. You know, and then all of a sudden he switches it to, to Michelle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Right. The one woman that doesn't is not where close to winning your challenge. Right. She's she's over there crying like a baby. Everyone has to right. hold her at the end of the challenge. Is she really the you really the target you're looking to take out? Because I remember me saying last t- last week that the two players that are kind of like interchangeable, you know, are mm-hmm. like 
to go to the end there are Ben and Michelle. Right. Yeah. So, so then Ben, what you looking at? You said Michelle. I said Ben. And I'm like, yeah, why, why pick it on her? So it was a little, it was a little strange. So then they all put it all together mm-hmm. where Tony had to, where Tony, the godfather, put them all together and decided to be like, hey, Tony himself, Ben and Nick all vote for Jeremy. Michelle and Jeremy are going to vote for Ben, probably. And then Denise and Sarah end up going for Michelle. That's how he wanted it to go. And that's how it actually went down, which was nuts to me that it actually happened the way Tony wanted it to go. Did you feel like that? Did you feel like it was actually going to happen or we were going to see a complete change? Because I thought that once they say it, that's never how it actually ends up going. Everyone's just starting to get kind of tired. You know, I think it started with the last tribal where Denise was like, I've had enough. Let's vote. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think that that set a different tone moving forward. That feels like every tribal moving forward has been a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less crazy. It's like they made the plan before they came in. I feel like they're kind of mentally fatigued at this point and and they don't have the wherewithal to actually continue to scurry as much at the tribals. We're seeing so much less of that now. Yeah. And I also think it's because they've got those people that they feel more loyal to. There's less like, what do you want to say, like outliers or stragglers or Uh people who could be pulled over if you could whisper them at the last second. Yes. You're right. We're at the more core. You're at the core. Alliances. Yeah. Where you're like ride or dies are with you. Let's talk a little bit about the trust issues that got brought up at Tribal. Were you surprised at them going into the real world ramifications of how this game has played out for these players? I think that Jeff didn't expect them to divulge their true feelings on this. Like, I think that was a natural progression of the conversation. And the way that Ben said that he had severe trust issues with his own wife after playing the first time. That is really wild and like revealing and very revealing. And then how Jeremy said after he did his season in Cambodia that he had trust issues with his own coworkers. That is so wild. I think that speaks a lot to them for being strong enough to say it, but also that this is not just a game. It is a social experiment in a way that can go, like you said, the mental health Mm-hmm. of them bringing in the paints and all that stuff. I, I think that goes hand in hand with this. And as the years go by and as the seasons tick, tick, tick all the way through, they're realizing they've, they've got some sort of responsibility here. You can't just throw these people in this situation and then being like, peace out, have a great life after that. Hope it doesn't fuck you up. Right, <laughs> like, right. And it can. Yeah. We see with some people. Yeah, and uh, that you lost like a, a million and, dollars. Right. And people who have gone off the deep end have there's been several people who have played this game that have had run ins with the law, some serious issues with them, especially like I would say, like judgment issues, which in that regard, it's like it's like it's almost like there's a sense of what can I get away with during this game that carried over for some people in terms of like maybe rules are sort of optional. Well, you know, like it's a sliding scale of where I have to fall on following different rules in society anymore true or some of these people come in and never have interacted with certain types of personalities in their lives that's and true here they are being smack pushed into this whole situation and having to deal with totally different personalities totally different situations that they've never had to encounter before and adjust the way that they think and figure out how to deal with that they've all said playing this game has changed them 
for the good, mostly for the good. I think a lot of them, obviously, they wouldn't be back if it didn't in some good well, way. Well, here's the trick of it, though. So this is Survivor winners at war, right? Right. They didn't bring back, you know, Survivor, those that got humiliated on the first day at <laughs> war. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, or those, those who- Those that got voted off first and, like, made fun of for or, the rest of the time. Or, like, uh, those that had the harshest blind side. Oh. And Ooh, that could be a good one. I think it could be amazing because those people will come in, like, the be, biggest uh, paranoid people you could ever gather. Put that to the side. That's a Tyson, good question. Tyson, you should be on that one, I right. feel like. What are those? Those are people that are- what is that when you're like... Like betrayed, like betrayed. constantly betrayed. Betrayals. Yeah, betrayals at Worst war. <laughs> I think that one would be amazing because, I mean, you would get some people on there who Saltiest I don't even know how ever. they would function having to try to deal with this situation that be, again. But, see, okay, so but that would be irresponsible, maybe. Irresp yes, because I think to a certain extent that CBS does have an, a level of respect um, when they're doing their reality shows. Amazing Race, Steve... Big Brother, Survivor, they have a level that they are. They're not just going to re reach down to the bottom of the barrel and get the nastiest, dirtiest, like <laughs> grimiest shit that they could pull up and make but you just deal with it. But it would be funny if they did. Okay. <laughs> we may be ready for that, me and you, but I don't know. I don't think that they're ready to do that. They're going to ever do that. I felt for them and I'm glad that despite those trust issues that the players had, that they came back and, and admitted it and they didn't cut it. That they was, didn't cut it. Idea. I that thought that good. the one line that Nick said, and I, I know this could be an editing thing, but when he said, we're not pieces of wood, we're not pawns to be moved around, I love we're that. people, mm -hmm. they kind of went to different players' faces and different players, like the way their faces went like, I'm a person. <laughs> like, I'm not just a piece of wood. And it like they like softened or they made this like, oh, oh my God. But here's, okay, here's a question I have. Can you play this game truly truthful? No. Or do you have to have uh, some sort of persona to play a game, whether it's a deceitful one, whether it's a sneaky one, whether it's uh, whatever, it's a strategic one, whatever that persona is like, mm -hmm. are you can you play that game? Truthfully? I don't think you can I, play it. I, truthful. Don't so I, I don't think it's designed to be able to be played truthful because of how you have to be able to answer to different people who are not in the same packs that mm -hmm. you're in or the same alliances. And you still, for social game's sake, have to be able to answer them. If it was purely just we're going to vote on who we're going to vote, they would like let allow people to like have separate camps and shit. Like you can go live in your own tent and then come out and do it. But the way that you're together all the yeah. time and you're being judged at the jury part by your social game, mm -hmm. you don't have the opportunity to just say your piece and back out. Right. You have to keep talking and interacting with people. And that's where even if the actual blunt truth didn't come out, the fact that you went and got water with someone that you knew very well you were about to vote out, that would not very truthful behavior, I guess I want to say. Exactly. You're acting like their friend. Even if in words you could somehow avoid telling a true lie, your behavior wouldn't allow you to because you still have to be friendly and cool all the time. True. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think you can. I don't think so either. I don't think it's possible. I really don't. I think that there have been many a player that have come in there with that. I'm going to go in there with never telling a lie, mm -hmm. you know, with this like chip on their shoulder. Like I am going to be that person. They used I'm going words to play like this integrity. With, yes. With integrity, integrity, with honesty and valor. And I will not 
sell my soul to the devil to win this million dollars. And the devil's like this. Ah, 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 ah. Bye-bye. <laughs> then you can play it from your couch. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> I wondered what you thought, and I we pretty much are on the same page on that. Yeah, one. I just don't think it's possible. I know they've asked every once in a while at a tribal, they're like, do you think you can get through this without telling a lie? And everybody has to awkwardly admit, like, no, nah, not really. And so I just don't think it's possible. Let's talk about Michelle and that 50-50 coin. Okay. Was it weird that Jeff had what appeared to almost be a like, they stopped filming and then they were like, Jeff, you got to say, are you going to play it for yourself moment? Because she was like, I'm going to play this 50-50 coin. And he's like, okay, you're going to play it right here and we're going to flip it, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, there was like a, a, a hair of a pause and he's like, are you going to play it for yourself? Before. Like as if to... Highlight that with like a giant, burp, burp, burp. she could play it for one of you. And then she like actually looks back over. I, that was, it was so weird. It was like, look at the jury, look back over, look at the jury. Look, back. I was like, girl, say yourself and let's <laughs> go on with this. The drama of it. I, I was like, if this woman did not say herself. And can I, we talk about that flip for a minute? Did you note that it was like a like you flip a water bottle like she held it and it literally just went like one flip like it didn't. She threw it so that it didn't it didn't. I didn't actually see in the air. Really? She turned. She did it like you like you do this like that. Uh And so that just lands like like on its head. Even Jeff like paused as if to be like, well, that wasn't a fucking flip. That was just like I don't even know what the quite what the word was. That was just like a, a toss, not even a toss. Kinda, I mean, yeah, it's like flipping a pancake with like the special, like, you know, it's not going to flip to the original side. You're literally flipping it just to land but on the other side. They didn't say how to flip it. She just flipped it. Okay. Kudos to Michelle. for Because you saved her ass. If you go back and watch that flip, though, okay, and we'll I invite you to, I want you to Everybody see in slow motion. the huge pregnant pause <laughs> that Jeff has as to be like, was that a legal flip? Because uh, it didn't really turn in the air when, at okay, all. Okay, so let's just say that there was an issue. Producers would have stepped in and said, "I think that's, that's not... why there was that pregnant pause, oh, though." Because think? I think it was like Jeff was sort of like, was... and then they would have to do this from the back. I think so. A thumbs up. I'm, I think I'm doing so. a thumbs up. Yeah, I think so because it was just like, I guess you're safe. Sure. Go sit down. Uh. <laughs> It was so strange. Well, she was doing a happy dance afterwards, so like she was feeling it. Oh, she was definitely gonna take it. Are you shitting me? Oh like, my god. She's like, thank you, I'm gonna bebop to my seat. All right, you're you're Jeremy. <laughs> if you had to describe the face you had on <laughs> when Michelle said, I'm playing it for myself, how would you describe said face? I think he was hopeful. He kept giving her the hoping eyes, the mm-hmm. hopeful eyes before she even said it was for herself. But I mean, he knew he knew sign that you just signed his little death warrant. He knew that after she got it, that was it. It was over. It was over for him. It, it was. I, I think he just he just resignation that at that. point. OK, yeah. so when we get to the vote, right? Yes. Jerem's knows he's in bad trouble, right? Bad trouble. But then when he actually get voted out, did you expect him to turn and go, who did it? My eyes are getting big, y'all. If you could see the camera right now, went, my eyes are like, <gasps> who did it? Who did it? And then he goes, bad move, dude. And you know what Wendell's up there? He's stroking his beard. <laughs> they zoom in on Wendell being like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you get it, buddy. Head uh, out, old karma man. Karma is a bitch, dude. Karma <laughs> is a biatch. Oh, my God. So, more of the bullying. 
that was happening. It's just that whole empty your pockets. Oh my god, business. You know that kind of who did it. You know who what? Did it bad? We don't move, owe you dude. shit. Get what? on down the path. I know bad move, dude. Are you threatening me? Are you threatening me? I was like, oh my god. It was like, so much. I, I would have been like, and why? And <laughs> who asked you? Yeah. So. Oh my god. This is called tribal, not friendship circle, germs. Oh my Come gosh. on. Did you expect germs to give all of his tokens to Michelle? Absolutely. Yes. You did. Yes, I did. I said, watch him put them all in Michelle's because he—that's—that's that's the only person that actually had his back, really. Yeah. No, she did give him that stupid she advantage did. last time, and he could have played it he if he had to, it. and everything. So yeah, she gave him everything she could. So I would have expected he gave her all those tokens. So I'm glad he did. Ben, it came at a, at the right time for her. Oh my God, did it ever? Did has what a turn of events for Michelle between <laughs> getting the safe fifty fifty. She's totally, totally doing fine. She comes back to tribal. Ben acting like the little minx. He's like, anyone need water? Anyone? Anyone need water? When they get back, I was like, Ben, sit down. <laughs> like sit down. Part. He just wants to go talk. Oh, somebody, my so. God. Tony and Ben, all, they're all like embracing each other, like oh, oh hugging and kissing gosh. and everything. I was like, oh, my God. I want to I want to talk about t- Tony and his awesome saying that he has in this show. Let me hear. After the tribal and they get back and he's like, you know, this is the super he calls it the Super Bowl season of Survivor. Uh-huh. And I was like, yes, yes, he's got the best sayings. Like he's like, <laughs> you know, in any other season you'd want where everybody is just like going after the easy people. Right. And you just like he's like, no, not in this season. He's like, this is the best of the best. I want the best of the best playing with us. So this is the Super Bowl season. So I thought that's what the name of this episode should have been called. I agree. The Super Bowl season. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing the Super Bowl, y'all. Or like we're going to the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. So they have these conversations and Michelle is super pissed at Nick because she's like, God, dude, we are on the bottom. Why are you not seeing that? We are going to get picked off next. Mm hmm. He was the swing vote, obviously, to send Jeremy home. Mm-hmm. She was trying to say that Jeremy was their shield. Jeremy really? was the shield for Nick and her. But in, really, in retrospect, I think Nick did the right thing because Nick was more of a threat, in my opinion, than Jeremy was. Okay. Because Nick was winning way more shit than Jeremy did. Okay, yeah. Although Jeremy's a strong player, too. I'm not saying that, but I just They're think all that. strong. They're, They're all strong. strong. Everybody's strong. Everybody's strong. <laughs> yes, we know. But um, <laughs> I think the point is, is that she was like, look, Nick, we got to, like, think about this. So I Michelle's gaming the whole time, even though she may not be the strongest physically. Mm-hmm. And in the challenges, she's got that brain going. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get in where she fits in at this point. And it is looking grim in Absolutely. her eyes. So. Yeah. When she actually says... There's no path to the end for us. I thought, <gasps> wow. Yeah. I was like, y'all going to commit suicide? What's going to happen next? Murder, suicide, pact? It was a pact. pact. I was like, oh my God, she was grim is the word. Yeah, it was very grim. So I thought, oh, like she said, when she gets her back against the wall, that's when she gets stronger or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought that that's the time where people start doing some ratchet shit. Like this is where <laughs> they're like going to go. Start well. That's what Sandra would do. It right. Yeah. Let's go back to how Sandra used to play this game. She would start planting seeds, saying shit. Hey, I heard so and so talking about you. I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem right to me. I loved it best that she was doing it at the craft corner. 
She like comes from that conversation. She's like, I'm at the peak of anger. You know what I need? Some stress relief at the craft and corner. she was just doing it so <laughs> like if she's just painting so, that cup. Not even looking up at Sarah. Not mm-hmm. even looking no, at her. She's got to make and sure that like, her. You know, the, I, I think we should really look at Tony because I don't think we really can beat him. Right. She's like, and she's just stroking. She's just, she's just she's making a, a little pattern on her green cup. Like <laughs> a paintbrush. I'm just over here painting. Mine and my, my own paint job. You can't be talking shit if you're painting. No. I mean. This is casual. It's casual painting. Nobody can talk shit. Nobody can be upset with somebody while they're painting. Mm, So, mm. you know, why not? We're just gabbing at the paint station. There ain't no reason to be mad at me. But Sarah's on to her. Right. She's like, the smell of that paint is not as intoxicating as you think, madam. I am not going to be pulled into your roots. Not today. Sarah's a police officer. She's had many (laughs) of people lie to her on a daily basis. Let's go over to Edge, where we start off with a little well, Yule well, and Ethan meditation hour. First of all, this is the first thing we've seen from Edge. This is to hour two. Aisha Marie, the fact that there is no Edge challenge in this episode had me pulling my wig from the root of my head. I thought, well, first of all, I thought when there was no Edge in the first hour, okay. That's what you thought? You thought, okay. I thought, let me give you this chance. Let me give this a chance. And see what happens in the second part, because it's clearly coming. Clearly. Clearly it's coming, because we've got to. Otherwise, what are we doing? Oh, no, we're just going to talk about everybody getting a scoop of rice. And a throne of stone, another challenge or advantage that comes up. Oh, my God. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the clue. And Yule, what did, what were you saying about Yule? Oh, just that they were having that meditation hour when we first got over there. I thought they looked like hottie batatis. Yule looks so so muscular and lean. I really like Yule. I like Yule and Ethan. I want to show just Yule and I Ethan. Need Yule in his jawline. Oof, for days. And I need Ethan with that little curl in the front. <laughs> I love a girl. I love mm, a girl. I love a, I love a man with a little wave. I need. Well, I need. I need Ethan to get a little bit more weight. I like the curls, yes. Yeah, well, you can't, I I mean, come on now. He can't put on weight when he's only eating. One tablespoon of rice. Oh, my God. For the day, Aisha. How is this, like, legal in the world of, like, abuse? Good God. I don't know. Adult Protective Services, get on over to the edge. Something's going on over there. Is it realistic that that's all they're getting? I mean, Aisha, let me tell you something secret I'm going to tell you. (laughs) What? At one point in this episode... We see Boston Rob walking sans nipple shirt. Uh-huh. His man boobs are significantly smaller. I told he you. He is leaning out, girl. I already told you that last week. I peeped it out last episode. You did do that? That's when I said the side nip was looking a lot thinner. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's looking real. They're all looking. Remember, we well, said. Well, the women that. look emaciated. Yes, but, I mean, uh, all of them are dad looking. bod is going a little more college bod. Yeah, we can't make fun of them. We're going more back in time. It's like he's in a DeLorean. What is happening? That was just a secret side situation. Secret side. All right, so we do get this challenge about the throne of stone. Again, in the whole manipulation, Natalie says clearly, this is for me. Tyson had dropped a little a little note where he said, and I don't know how to take this, Aisha. You tell me if you take this like spiritually or she's central. Okay, what? Well, Tyson says, it's like she's one with the island now. Oh, God, yes. I heard, yes. Cheese factor high or low? Is he just feeling himself right now? He is the king of those one-liners. It's just Tyson. The ocean is my toilet. 
I was going to be like, he's so eloquent in the way he puts his words. Just kidding, scratch that. No, he literally, maybe he's right. The ocean is his toilet and (laughs) Natalie is one with the island. I mean, he could be both. So was this the manipulation that was required in order to, to make sure that Natalie won and make sure that now she has an amazing, yeah. amazing amount of weight behind her to win. Right, right. My God. Tons of chances. Three advantages. Three advantages, an idol. And she's eating food. And food. And she gives an idol to Tyson to protect her doobie. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I really don't think you can give her any more opportunities because she's pretty much gotten most of the clues on edge. Has she not? I mean, oh, she's, yeah. she's won most of them. She is. If there is a scoreboard, she is winning. Absolutely. On she edge. is strong AF. And you know what else? At least the way they edited it, she seems to actually still be in good spirits. Yeah. She was the most positive of anyone. Yeah. She was the most proud of herself. She, everyone else kind of had this like very like falling off, like just ex- exhausted. Now she's been there way longer than everyone else. And she's the one who's still like, she still has like a clear head. 32 days. A clear mind that girl has. Yeah, she's got it. And 14 fire tokens. So that that's what bought all that stuff. Wow. I broke that down. And I was like, 14. Yeah. And so, so she's she- clear. She's won all that stuff. Yeah. So if we could give it right now to the person who deserves it, the, if there was an award to just be like, you should go back to the show instead of this whatever Whatever's challenge we're going to happen. Goofy challenge. I, I, I really hope, I'm going to just say, I really hope that they live up to the expectations that all of us fans have for this challenge. I don't know what they're going to possibly do. But all this waiting for this one challenge on the finale night, it better fucking be amazing. Okay. It better be the best challenge I've ever seen. So let me ask you this. And worthy. We have been fully invested in the social game for... The entire show. You and I have spent numerous hours dissecting conversations. Mm -hmm. By leaving the Edge Challenge to the very last show, in theory, allowing no social game for whomever comes back from the Edge, right? Right. There's no time left to do anything. If that person wins, say it is Natalie, what just happened? To the our whole theory of all the social Yeah, you're right. The entire game, what was it for? If at the end, Natalie and I and I give her all the credit. Was she the survivor? Did she stay strong of mind, strong of body for 32 mm-hmm, days when mm-hmm. other people like Sandra just pulled the, mm-hmm. you know, pulled the sail and stuff like that? Yes, she did. But she never had to navigate the social game. She never had to go through tribal after tribal after tribal. Nope. She never had to deal with the roller coaster. She just had to stay even over there. I get your point. I think we need to be okay with that from the beginning of the show because this was always going to be the factor. I'm only going to pause you and say this. I did not think they would wait to the finale to, to bring okay. the final edge person back. Right. I thought there would still be an episode or two for them to have to play the social game still. Well, then, how, then you're saying that if that's the case, then as a player in the game, say, you know, Ben, Tony, Michelle, all them, mm-hmm. whoever's left. Mm-hmm. And on the finale, that last bit, right? You, are you saying that they're they're feeling like that's unfair to them in I'm some s- way? Well, I'm saying that that they didn't much, have a similar. They weren't really playing the same, same game. game. No, they're not. They were not playing this game. 
You that's know? exactly right. So though. that's the thing. I don't yes. know. I don't know if fairness exactly is it as much as they were playing two different games. She had to stay, like I said, not lose her mind for 32 right. days. But they had to go through a, a lot more to me. All those challenges. Well, socially and the trust issues and the things that build up, all of that. But Natalie has none of that. No. She's over no. there. She's got she's gonna leave no trust issues. No, exactly. Yeah. She didn't have anything to worry no. about with that. So I don't I don't know how I feel. Do I That's think that point. Natalie deserves it? Absolutely. Yes. This woman has stayed so strong. She has done a wonderful job, but I just can't really reconcile the fact I, that it's two blatantly different games. I then. guess my my opinion is, and when any show does this and i watch several reality shows and this comes up a lot where they have second chance for somebody to come back in and do it big brother does it it always bothers me it always bothers me like when i told you i was like i want this to be done i want them i i think i said it in earlier podcast i would just rather them leave i would Mm -hmm. rather them once you're voted out you're out right there's no more second chances or third chances I'm not happy with that whole, this whole premise in the first place. Okay. But it's, it is the card that we're dealt. I'm this. so surprised, though, that they left us to the finale with this. I understand it's supposed to be a three-hour finale, which is wild. I can't believe three it's going to be three hours. That's Damn. crazy. All right. So let's get back over to Edge real quick and okay. talk about this power that was given of a disadvantage that oh, they yes. can okay. send over to the other island who's playing right so here we have edge and they're gonna gift this over to nick he's got to come up with eight tokens mm-hmm. i loved the fact that the person who was gonna get the disadvantage didn't know who it was coming from <laughs> and then when jeff says someone's having going to get a disadvantage and only nick goes oh my god like he just like yells it out no one else reacts it was like gee nick i wonder who it who is was that is giving this He's the only one that said anything. He doesn't have a good poker face. Oh, apparently. my God. Okay, did you think this disadvantage premise was fair? And what did you think of the actual challenge itself? These challenges are repeating here, and they're not brand new to the world. So the stacking the blocks like dominoes, this this challenge is all about taking it nice and slow, stacking them just right. And I thought when Michelle put hers up, Honestly, I was like, there's no way she's going to win. They're way too far apart. This is what I'm thinking. Even though she was doing it slowly and well, Ben was drop, jumping around like a jackrabbit and knocking him down. I was like, dude, slow down. It's all about taking your time on this. Once she did it, knocks them all down and actually pulls out freaking immunity. I was flabbergasted. If there was one time she needed to win, it was that day. And she did it. And Wow, I was absolutely shocked and happy for her, though, because her back was against the wall and she really did like step up. I felt like the challenge was instantly unfair in its premise in that it was the same high knees thing that I was well, telling you, you about. How could Denise Basically, you don't win like that? to be tripped. Is that She's what you're only saying? like four feet tall. How could she win that when it was like in her crotch and it only went right. up to like Ben's knees? I know. True. That is fundamentally unfair. This is what you're saying about, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, it was basically the same type of challenge. You're right. It basically was. And that is the only thing that was interesting about that was that Michelle was probably right in the middle. She's a little, she's a little taller than some. 
She's slimmer than some. She was able to negotiate it a little better. Tony, God bless his soul. When he was measuring in between blocks and measured a full block in between each. <laughs> that's not how blocks work, Tone. If you hit Dominoes it over. Dominoes don't work like that. If you hit it over and you made it a full block. It won't hit. You didn't knock into the next one. I was like, oh, buddy. And he actually tried at the end. He like hit it just to see if it went. It didn't go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Tone. Oh, it's my not, God. Well, hey, they didn't. I mean. I think they knew. The producers, I think, knew that Ben was the most likely person to get the disadvantage. And they put a game out there that was most fair to Ben because he's so fucking tall. He that challenge, the obstacle was not nearly as complicated for him. So giving him the disadvantage actually only just made him kind of even with everybody else. Okay, so this is us thinking that when we say that, that we're we're assuming that that these challenges are fluid, that they pick and choose the producers are. Based on what's happening. I think they do. Okay. That's my submission. (laughs) Your submission. They have said before that these things are set up in advance, that they already have them ready to go in a certain order. And that's how it is from the beginning. I don't know. Whether or not you believe that is, you know, it is what it is. I still think that you can pick certain things to mess with it. You got to build them. I'll give you the building them part. Back it up one by choosing the stone throne business and knowing that Natalie knows the island best mm-hmm. is interesting as opposed to just making it like, say, a foot race or say whatever. When Wendell is the fastest on the island, he says he claims. <laughs> I don't know if everyone agrees with that. It could have been either Natalie or Amber. Natalie was on the island for 32 days. Amber was on the island for 30 days. Where is Amber, Aisha? <laughs> Where is Who she? What are you talking about? Do we ever see Amber anymore? She shed a tear. Yeah. She, she was tears. wistful about leaving and I not know. slowing down enough. What did you enough. think about that? <gasps> the simplicity and the blessing that the island was to her life, people. Do you think that some people are going to look at this, and especially the way that this has come out during Big Rona times? Yes. That people are going to say. Very much appropriate as weird as this is that i've been forced to like stay home and slow down and be more have a more simple life yes even though i'm being held captive like amber on an island yeah i kind of don't want it to end she said finding this force down and forced to slow down and actually find the simplicity and the love of what she's got that's exactly what we're going through right now right we're all having game night and like good lord knows why i don't need to have so many game nights (laughs) <laughs> i've played uno. uno i've done it already game nights yeah i know right movie nights not everything. every night's a movie night every, folks every <laughs> like, night. it can't be special if we have movie night and game night I, every week everyone. i like how you said to me the other day when i said well it's not even friday you're like well who cares what what the fuck does it matter it if it's what friday day of the week every it day is. is friday <laughs> right Crack me up. I was like, I don't, I was like, what is this word you say? Friday. Friday. Who cares? Who cares what day of the week it is? Absolutely. I keep walking around going like this. Time's passing by. <laughs> the sun's going up and down and up and down. And it happens so fast. It's May I now. wake up and sometimes the sun's up, sometimes the sun's down. I don't know Who's where we say? I feel like I'm in the stone ages where people are like, it's May now. I'm like, what's May? Who cares? <laughs> What difference does it make? May feels like March, so fuck off. Get this, Aish. It's supposed to start snowing up in the Northeast. It's May. I say again, who cares that it's May? (laughs) 
now. Snowing because the weather is bonkers cuckoo. They, they you can't decide it's May. Oh, dear Lord. I should say, hey, weather, it's Friday. And you know what the weather's going to say? Who cares? I do what I want. I do what I want. Exactly. I'm fucking living my life over here. Exactly. I don't give a shit. Crazy. All right. So getting back to the, <laughs> to the <laughs> islands where things where people are going crazy, not like here. Or no one's lost their minds. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my God. Okay, so Michelle wins that challenge and yeah. nobody claps. Nobody. The the silence was deafening. And she was, but she was all, listen, look, Jeff, no clapping. I was like, ooh. Just and then they're like. like <laughs> it's like the worst. I thought that was that's the Slapping. worst when you have to tell somebody say thank you to say thank you say tell me I did a good job. Oh, oh shut up! Like oh, I feel, get your necklace. And I, I feel seen when you say tell me praise me praise, praise me. me. That's praise me. I feel seen because because about once a week I'm like can someone praise, praise me please? <laughs> someone can someone praise me? And I say get your butt back in there and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm like huh. <laughs> You did good. Be quiet now. Come on. Right. I, you know what I'm going to praise? I'm going to praise you getting back to work. <laughs> good job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Exactly. Okay. So. Well, the plan is scratched at this point. So Michelle was, was, was numero uno for them. They all had decided she was going to be the one to go. Yeah. Next. Plan scrapped. They got to mm-hmm. go to plan B. What do you think about Denise playing the sacrificial lamb card? This was hilarious. So she built up this resume. Being the queen's lair. It comes back to roost. Right. You You and I said said the moment she put that little crown on her head back at the feast. I said, what's this woman doing? Because that was not what she that was not the game she came in to play and not the game she was playing. And it kind of fell in her lap. Right. She just took the opportunity when it happened. So she kind of got that nickname and from it kind of really just fell in her lap. Mm, She played some. She played. No, she she played played it. She did it right. She did it right. I'm not saying she didn't. I'm not going to take that away from her. I'm saying that she didn't orchestrate the whole thing, right? It just, it it happened and she knew what to do with it. So now she's got this stigma of being this, you know, this badass player in the game. And she's like, well, shit, looks like I might be on the chopping block. So what am I going to have to pull out of my bag of tricks? Well, let me buy some rice for everybody and let me act like I'm just like, it's my time, guys. I guess let me go out with a full belly. Bow out. Yeah. So I thought that was very like obvious in a way. Like some of the jury members had at tribal when when they, you mm-hmm. know, she's playing it again. They're all like, that's fake, right? You know, yeah. Like, Adam mm, goes, sure. it's Adam. fake, right? It's fake. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of obvious uh, to me. I'm surprised that the people on the island didn't quite get that she was. I mean, well, Sarah and Tony, I mean, like she talked with them and was like, obviously, I'm just, you know, playing around here. You know, like that part happened, but it was oh, like I didn't hear that part. Yeah, it happened like when when they're like we're obviously all voting together, like and we're all still voting for Nick, like all that kind of stuff. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm just like trying to make like a scene uh, here, you okay. know, kind of thing. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, But yeah. still, it was like then we have Tony go to his spy nest, right? Yeah. What did you think about Denise deciding to try to say something about Tony? Was this all just for like some added drama for the cameras or what? I almost wonder if it was like. If it was a ploy to just get him back up in there on that tree I mean, for us to see him again. Like, kind of seem like it. Here's my thing. Why is everybody always having conversations at the water well? I like, don't if that's, know. I'm telling you right now, I've watched every season of Survivor and 
I would only have to watch one season to know that I would not have any conversations at the freaking water well. Agreed. Like, I'd be, like, anywhere else but that spot. And, like, in the past, they did do enough variety where, like, sometimes people, they'd be, like, out in the ocean, like, washing their pits. And they'd be, like, looking in two different directions and being, like, so who are you voting for? That's what I would do. But they're just, like, quietly. That's what I would do. I'd be, like, while I'd be. Why wouldn't you? Take your dump out in the ocean and chit chat. Your aqua poop. (laughs) Yeah, I would be talking there. I think it was a little odd that they all congregated in that one spot by the tree where he was at. It felt like added drama because we knew that Tony wasn't going to vote for Denise. And we Mm -hmm. knew that Denise was going to like stick with the pact and she wasn't really telling them to get out Tony. It just felt like, you guys, like, I don't don't know. You're like, you three, go by the water well, talk about this. Tony's going to go up there and like hide in the tree. And we need a little more footage of him peeping around. Maybe he'll fall out of the tree and we'll have to get the medic. Like, we need a little more antics to fill out this hour, which let's just talk about the fact that it was a two-hour show mm-hmm. and they didn't have enough antics to fill that out. Aish. They did not. So, they, I mean, really, that was a whole nother couple minutes that they could have cut. Which then we have to have a montage instead of, like, moving on with the show. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Okay, so then we get over to Tribal. It is totally slam dunk. Nick's ass is way the fuck out. Way the fuck out. So we just basically end right with like Nick having gotten voted out. He goes heads over to Edge. We get the whole Amber spiel about how everything's so peaceful. And then we launch into this excruciating montage where we have to see everyone do like a full house like theme song intro of like Danny and Harvey and Don. So that they do that all the time on but finale night. Finale night, though. So I thought that was very odd it's that like we got it. It's like they swapped it. I swear to God, Aisha, it was filmed where the edge happened at the end of this episode. And montage is at the beginning of finale. We all know montage is at the beginning of finale. Yes. That was about the same chunk of time. About 10 minutes or so is mm-hmm. about how long a whole challenge would have taken. Why, for the love of motherfucking God, would they have swapped those two segments out? I know it's for drama, but it's just really weird. It is very strange. I am confused. Something, something very, is... Very, very confused about it. I don't know what I, what else it could be other than them knowing that we're all... That the, the finale is during this time. Mm-hmm. So... During Big Rona times? Do you think... So do you think that they did a quick re-edit in some way or Well, the finale... Let's sections? think of it like this. Finales are live. Well, are they pre- no, they're pre-recorded. This one has to be pre- Well, no, I thought they were live. They were live. They used to be live, and then, but there were portions that were pre-recorded. Right. The, the time on the island was pre-recorded, obviously, but obviously. when they actually read the votes, that was that supposed used to, to be, be live. live. So they're not going to be a live audience, because hey, so, they usually have a huge live audience. Right, with all the families and, at, at and the stuff. Studio. Yes, yeah. So, so this should be very interesting. Been... So I think they must have had to reconfigure how they were going to do the finale. Oh. And so that must be why we're getting a bunch of changes. Okay, I'll go with you on that. Yeah, I yeah. completely will. Um, before we bail out on this episode, I do want to note that there were advantages purchased by a couple of the other people on Edge. We had Wendell. And Parvati oh, yes. and Yule are all about advantages. advantages. And the- um, Natalie was able to get three advantages. Rob has a idol. Oh. So not only does Natalie have an idol, Tyson okay. has one that she Natalie's given to him. And Rob has one. Yeah. What the hell does that mean for the challenge? I have no idea. Because so does that mean we have to have a challenge? They come back in. There's going to be another immunity challenge. And, and then a tribal. Safe. So they'll be safe. 
So those three people would be safe then. So let's say yeah, because they would play their idol, so they would right. be insured to go to, to the final. The final. Yes. Ooh. Messy. I we are they... going to see somebody in Edge at the end. That really? means that. Really? That's what that means. Well, they... If those three people, if one of those three people win, okay. we will see somebody on Edge at the finale, at the final three. I wonder final. if one of those three people don't win. Are they allowed to give their idol to someone to the person who wins and gets to move over? Because everyone's always been allowed to play their idol for someone else. Sure, sure, but you got to do it before before the challenge. I bet because mm. you because at that point you'd be voted out. Okay, 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 okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because once the challenge ends, if you aren't the winner, you're officially done. out. Yes, I see what you're saying. You can't still be so playing. You can't go back. Okay, right. okay, that makes sense. Huh? I don't. I wonder know. if you this can I be... spy the challenge and say, you know what? And playing it for someone else. Although these three players that have it, Natalie, Tyson, and Rob, are very unlikely to lose or what? Lose or make the assumption that they couldn't win a challenge. Oh no, absolutely. Like, you know, the they, challenge would have to be something yeah. really specific. So I don't know. I'm 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 happy that there were some peanut butter purchases. <laughs> I'm glad to see that Natalie was able to like fill her belly up with some with some peanut butter. That's felt good. I'm confused a little bit about the Natalie Tyson alliance in terms I didn't of know like, they were that close. And Did you? what will this help? I'm wondering, are we going to see something where Tyson maybe pauses on the brakes a little bit during a challenge or something? Because the way that he got all choked up. Interesting. That Natalie helped yeah. him. Yeah. Something feels like we've been set up for something there. Because he like, said. What if he like knocks Rob over a little or does something <laughs> at the last second? No, that like, I lets, wish you would. Knock <laughs> that lets Natalie get a little bit more ahead. Possible because he said. He'd never, in all the times he played, he never had somebody show him that much support or what I forgot the word he I think used. The word he used was generosity. Generosity. And he was so he was truly touched mm -hmm. in his soul. Doesn't that feel like we might yeah, see something. some generosity coming up in here or something? Dude, we don't have the time. We don't have the time. <laughs> time means nothing anymore, though. Aisha just doesn't mean anything. Jeff, the what are you pulling out here? I like just don't even know. What in the blue button down khaki <laughs> wearing self are you putting down here? Oh, my God. Well, I am excited for our finale. I cannot believe it's going to be three hours long. That seems intense. We're going to have to have a jumbo finale episode. We need some podcast. jumbo popcorn. Oof, yes. A jumbo drink. Oh, uh, bring me a daiquiri. A daiquiri Cat for five. You. Woo! And we are Let's going have a to drunken, we are, drunken, drunken survivor podcast. We're going to get into it, y'all. <laughs> we get to hear all this, all the tea after oh this. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Caroline. And this is Aisha. Thank you for listening. This has been an original Pod Clubhouse production. Pod Clubhouse is a podcast network dedicated to encouraging collaboration among podcasters and friends to bring a fresh voice and diverse perspective on a wide array of content. Please visit and leave a comment for us at podclubhouse.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast feeds on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at Pod Clubhouse. Our DMs are always open, and we'd love to hear from you. Pod Clubhouse.